This is the Balancing Act by Security Compass, your guide to going fast while staying safe in today's digital world. Hello, everybody, and welcome today to our podcast. Our guest with us today is Arun from Security Compass. Arun, welcome. Hey, hi, Altas. Hi. Why don't you tell our audience a little bit about your background and uh, about yourself? Well, I'm Arun. I work for Security Compass. I love working on security, designing and consulting on security solutions. My key areas of interest are product security and um, security data science. Wonderful. That's great. So let's just dive right into this. Arun, you'd mentioned the product side. So the first question that I have is what's the difference between product and software security? That's a good question to begin our conversation. I'll talk about the obvious one at first, the software security. So without complicating, I would define software security as the effort taken to implement the security mechanisms to protect the software from any malicious attempts by the hackers and accidental or unintentional data leaks by known users of the software. When it comes to product security, I would say that it goes beyond the traditional software security. Though the intent is the same, it might involve assessing the security of the whole system, not just the software, but the firmware, hardware components, as well as the interconnecting devices in the overall architecture. Let's say like the network interfaces and communication channels and so on and so forth. So there is a huge expectation that products are secure. When it comes to the difference, in the case of software security, there is a lot of focus around the programming practices followed and how the software is designed and deployed. I would say this field is a lot more mature when it comes to the application of security principles, the assessment procedures, the standards to be followed, and of course, the tools and resources. In case of product security, the goals and priorities play an important role. And here, the goals are largely determined by the industry for which the product is designed. Let's say a banking solution will be designed to protect the confidentiality of users' data. And that becomes an important priority. Whereas a healthcare solution will be designed to focus more on the availability of the features offered by the product. Mm, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So, so, you know, as we see the sort of this uh, idea evolving now from being purely from the software side to becoming more systems related, there, there are these sort of things that we need to bring in with these different mindsets. And yet, you know, where are the areas that things are common to kind of help us move forward as we see this hardware and product with the software layer start to, to kind of make its way out into a lot more of the discussions that we're having. Uh, so let me, let me ask you something then, Arun. We, we have this focus on security and usually we want to determine the quality of the product in some way. And it's usually done through the use of some kind of metrics. Can you talk a little bit about like some hardware security metrics, you know, areas that we should be looking at, things that you've seen from your experience? Yeah. I see this whole concept of metrics as a method of evaluating the security of the system. And I'll talk about some qualitative metrics and try to answer this from the perspective of how these metrics help while performing a security activity. There are a few which I could think of. Firstly, the uh, architecture of the devices. There are some prominent architectures, as we all know, like the ARM, MIPS, or the RISC, and so on and so forth. It is important to study these architectures at first 
they will certainly be of help while performing the uh, secure design reviews or having an understanding about them when performing vulnerability assessment, when discovering issues like command injections and buffer overflows. The type of architecture also plays a vital role to determine the tools and the resources used to perform techniques like disassembly, disassembling of the architecture for discovering security issues. I can also think about the connectivity of devices as another metric. I thought it is an important aspect to talk about this metric because of the technological evolution happening with the way we interact with the hardware devices. For instance, if you take the software-defined radio, it is one of the best ways to connect with the devices remotely without having any physical access. Hackers have many sophisticated ways to connect to these devices, and the security professional must consider this as an important metric to study the abuse cases around them and come up with the right defense. I can also think about encryption mechanisms as another one. There are many components in the devices that handle the functionality, and uh, we have heard about many invasive attacks that are being executed, like for example, extracting the secret keys from the integrated circuits. There are many such attack scenarios and hardware-based encryption plays a crucial role as a mitigation strategy here. There are many hardware-based encryption methods that are available like trusted platform module or hardware security module. As security professionals, we must understand the benefits and the challenges that each one has and recommend the right mechanism to the overall solution. There are many others too, but uh, a lot of these depend on the usage scenarios and end users of the product. Hmm, interesting. So we've talked about the difference between product and software security. We also talked about security metrics. Where do you see you know, hardware product security headed in the future? Any thoughts on that? Okay, so there have been so much of evolution that we have seen with the hardware devices, let's say the storage or the processing or even the interfaces, so much have happened in the last decade. We have seen the same evolution happening in the security side as well. A good example is the use of hardware tokens, uh, a simple device that helps in authenticating the users. So as we are talking, there are many advancements that are being made in the space. But instead of seeing this as a separate component, it will be interesting to see how the hardware security adds more value in the embedded systems and Internet of Things applications. When these IoT solutions are designed for specific industry verticals like the industrial IoT, the vehicular IoT, or for that matter, the Internet of Medical Things, we not only perform and leverage hardware security, but do care about the security of the whole product. Lastly, there is a growing demand to standardize every security initiative taken in the hardware security space. This is primarily because of the globalization of hardware devices and, and of course, the circuits and the implementation of these devices in critical infrastructures. To ensure safety and security of such products, we must make sure they are designed and configured as per security standards. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So that, that kind of brings us full circle here, right? It's the focus on making sure that as these devices start to make their way uh, into more and more scenarios, more and more use cases, that we retain the security aspect of this as well. Arun, it's been a fascinating conversation. Thank you very much for your time today. Same here, Rilta. Thank you so much. 
Can't get enough of the balancing act? Make sure to check out our website at www.securitycompass.com and be sure to subscribe to our channel for more episodes. Thank you.